0: to the Podcast Viewer discretion advised Thunder, feel the thunder Lightning and the thunder Thunder, feel the thunder Lightning
1: and the thunder Thunder, thunder. 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 This is not a test This is your emergency broadcast system Announcing
0: If y'all didn't quite get it Let me say it again, I'm here to stay I don't want nobody to try
1: to split us up. We are one team. and hey, gentlemen, welcome back to the Peak and Roll podcast. I'm your host, Chuck Chaney. With me today is Gerald Tracy, longtime Thunder Digest contributor. You can even go back and say he was a Thunder-obsessed contributor back in the day. But Thunder, fresh off a huge win, um, I would say it's a massive win, over the Portland Trailblazers. Thunder win tonight 120 to 111. Uh, double, we had back to back, or I wouldn't even say back to back triple doubles. Heck, we had triple doubles in the same game. Gerald, you tweeted the game, you covered it for us. What a game, man.
0: It was an intense game, Chuck. And I got to say, um, I wasn't sure what I was expecting going into it. You know, I mean, with the news, Jeremy Gray and both Dennis Schroeder being out. I was here feeling, you know, it might not be that great for the Thunder. Portland's always caused some headaches for Oklahoma City, but it was um it was a I guess breath of fresh air, especially after that first quarter. Um it was it was crazy. It was a good game. Good game.
1: Uh, Thunder had some players really step up. You two players combined for 33 points. Deontay Burton had 18 points off seven to nine and Raymond Felton. Hit three threes and finished with 15 points. First game he's played in a moment. So it's really nice to get those contributors when you have someone like Dennis Schroeder and Jeremy Grant out. Like you said, the trailblazers have caused the Thunder headaches in the past. This is the first time since the 2012, 13 season the Thunder have beat the Blazers at least three times in a season.
0: And that's a big accomplishment. I mean, um, you look around the NBA; it's been so sporadic as of late. You know, you've, you we always know who's going to be the top one, two seeds in each conference, and, and it, we really do. I mean, unfortunately, but those um the teams where Oklahoma City's been with Portland, with Denver, you know, with those three, four, five seeds, Houston, all that kind of stuff. Um, it's good to see Oklahoma City really try to put itself above. And when you see games like this, it's. Where where you really start to wonder, like, is this the team that can maybe knock Golden State off in the playoffs? And i got to tell you, it looks really good. Um, it, it Tonight, my favorite thing about it is, you know, Patrick Patterson gets to start, obviously, gets no points on the court, zero for the night. But, like you said, who steps up? Raymond Felton and Burton. 33 points between the two really makes up for Patrick Patterson not
1: scoring. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You have Patterson. As a starter, the Thunder Owen 3, 0 4 with him as a starter to start the season. And yeah, he struggled in too. He's definitely not a starting uh, power forward in this league. And it's shown that. But you got to do what you got to do when you have players out. But yeah, Burton stepped up. I think he's earned himself an NBA contract. He's on a two way deal. But the way he's played what? against Houston and the way he played tonight, I'd sign that guy for the rest of the season.
0: No, absolutely. The only problem for me is. With burden, that would give you three shoot three two guards four if you count Russ as a part time um, two guard. Well, you got to think what um, Billy
1: Donovan said post game. He played the three against Houston tonight. He played the four. He can. He's that filler like this one to come in and just do whatever you need him to do.
0: Yeah, and I mean like tonight, outstanding. And if he can continue to play like that, there is no question in doubt. We need him on this team in Oklahoma City, especially whenever there's been plenty of Oklahoma City games we've watched, Chuck, where that bench has been 90% Schroeder and maybe 20, maybe 10, 15% Nerlens.
1: Hell, I'll go 95%. And that's, in not, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: and that's not a knock on Schroeder or even Nader or even Diallo because those guys have showed up at times. But the problem is whenever you have bench players, they are bench players for a reason. They're not the Russ. They're not the Paul George. They're not the Ferguson who are going to put up points you know are going to be there. You need to have guys who one night a week, they can step up and be that guy who gets 15, 20 points. And, you know, if you got three guys, four guys who can do that, whether it be Nerlens, whether it be Dennis Schroeder, whether it be Diallo or Burton, even Nader, because we've seen him go off. That's a dangerous team right there.
1: Yeah. And part of me sits back and goes, man, these guys are not NBA players. Who knows what they would do on another NBA team, but with the right fit, it's a system. It's a, uh, what, Billy Donovan's fourth year. He's finally got the players in his system that will set off and allow you, allow his players to really benefit in that. And it's been really good. We saw that tonight. You look at what Russ shot horribly, but he distributed well. He rebounded well. His, he was, uh, I think, for the, for the most part until the end, like the last part of the game, he was like a plus eight on the plus minus. Um, him and George just worked so damn well together. Man. No, um,
0: it's amazing. And, I mean, um, one thing I've contributed this whole season to um, is Dennis Schroeder. I know a lot of Thunder fans have done the same. But for me, having a guy like Dennis who has the same sort of mindset, maybe not the skill as Russ, but the mindset as Russ, keeps this, that second unit in that mindset. That way, when Russ or PG are off the court, you're not sitting here saying, like, okay, well, it's a slower game now. I can take a break. Defenses aren't able to take a break. And I was a little worried about that tonight. But then you saw the system work. You saw the system do what it needed to do, even with Raymond Felton, Chunky Noodle Soup over there, doing what he does, and Raymond Felton had himself tonight as
1: well. Someone promised Raymond Kel- uh, Felton a tray of cupcakes if he hit a couple of threes. Apparently, that's a that's an unconfirmed source. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. no, no, it's great. Everybody stepped up tonight. Um, the only person like that was in the negative. O- Well, two players. Diallo played 59 seconds, and then Terrence Ferguson was negative seven. I mean, heck, Ferguson didn't have a great game, but who cares? I mean, they won the game.
0: Yeah, I mean, they win a game, and some people are, I mean, like, you know, non-Oklahoma City viewers, non-Oklahoma City fans are going to sit here and be like, well, they needed OKC. OKC needed Paul George and Russ to both have a triple-double to win. But they were also missing two players who for better or worse, or thirty points off the fuck off the side of the court, um, that's that's a big hole you're missing. And Paul George played lights out. He had an average yeah. below average third quarter, but other than that, Paul George was the MVP level candidate
1: we have begun talking about. And the Thunder shot. I mean, heck, and what's keeps blowing my mind? The Thunder shot forty five, forty six percent from three that's with Russell Westbrook shooting six of them. <laughs> like Russell's one of six before he hit the one where Paul George got a triple double. They're one mm-hmm. of, they like, he was oh five five up to that point. And it's, it's amazing just how much better they're shooting with that. So yeah, I mean, you take that off and you look it out, you take off Russ out of that. The team shot 51.7%. From three, yeah, um, they didn't shoot that well from the floor.
0: Yeah, I know. It's insane how well they've been shooting as of late, man. You're watching this team, I mean, it wasn't long ago we were talking about, hey, OKC, stop shooting the three, you know, and um you know, but Billy Donovan stuck to his gun. He said, We're, we're going to shoot it and they kept shooting it. And you know, in today's NBA you've you got go to shoot it Yeah, you, you have to. Yeah. You have to. Every team has at least one, if not two or three guys who can just light up a night. And if OKC can prove to be the team to do it, then that's fine. Um, Paul George, 8 of 13. Raymond Felton, 3 of 5. Burton, 3 of 5. That is three guys right there shooting better than 50% from beyond yeah. the arc.
1: Heck, you want 2 out of 5. 2 out of 5 is above average. And then they're hitting 3 out of 5 per game? Hell yeah. And then you have Terrence Ferguson, who has just been an absolute revelation coming forward since January 1. Um, I kind of date back to going to... I'm sure you hear my dog barking in the background. I apologize to everyone. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but you go back to, I think it's a November, Russ and Terrence Ferguson had a late night, midnight oh. session about three-point shooting. And they talked and they worked things out. And ever since then, it's kind of been a, a new season for Terrence Ferguson. The confidence is high and it's showing, man
0: absolutely dude it's showing it's doing it's it's amazing what russell westbrook does as a teammate a leader a friend um as a player like no matter what he does i mean there's not been one thing yeah of course the haters are going to go out and say russell westbrook is a stat pattern or he's a this or he's a that the only time I've ever really seen Russ a stat pad is when he's trying to break a record.
1: You know, and I will count only... one time that I've really ever seen Russ truly stat pad. We have to go back when he was trying to get that 41st triple-double back in 2017, 16-17 mm-hmm. season. And against Phoenix, they're now like 20, and he is just trying to get that assist. If Phoenix, yeah. if Phoenix wouldn't let him, and so. But
0: uh, for all the listeners, and for you, Chuck, even I'm going to ask you this, and I asked you, I asked them this on Twitter too. I'm not sure if it came across right, but let's say you go to work every day, right? We'll we'll say it's a sales job, and that's funny. twenty, that's 20 straight, <laughs> twenty straight days in a row, you outsell the competition. You're doing three different things in your job, perfect, and. That's for three weeks in a row, right? Three weeks in a row, you're just amazing. And they're like, hey, you're doing the best. We've never seen anybody better than you, except for this one guy who did it in the 80s. And he did it better than you for one more day. So you're going to go to work. You may not even think about it for a little bit. But then halfway through the day, you might be like, you know what? I'm gonna break it. I'm. A, I, I don't want that guy to be better than me. I want to be better. And at the end of the day, you can say that's a bad teammate. You can say it's a great competitor. Whatever side you take, regardless, everybody's going to admit to doing the same thing that Russ would do. You're going. You're gonna. You're gonna go hunting for it. You're gonna want to break that record. Everybody. There is nobody in the world who doesn't dream about being in a record books, regardless of what career it is, especially in the NBA.
1: Yeah, I mean, you could have just lied with that last part. Everybody wants to be the best at it, what they do. They want to break the records. They want to be remembered for doing exceptional things. And that's what Russell Westbrook is doing right now. Um,
0: yeah, and I mean, it's only,
1: We're not only talking about like, just great. winning and stats. We're not even talking about the triple doubles in general.
0: No, I mean, and it's even better that when he does it, the Thunder are like 80% wins. Yeah. So, I mean, they can hate all they want. They can sit there and try to say he's stat padding or he wouldn't work on this team or this team. Fact of the matter is Russell Westbrook wins. Yeah. He doesn't have Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, Kevin Durant, Steph Curry on his side. He's winning with Paul George and a collective group of guys who – you know, if they were starting on a team, they may not win
1: 20 games. Yeah. No, no, that's possible. And we go back to the 2014-15 season where Katie and Russ were both hurt. We saw that. I mean, Russ struggled and the Thunder – I mean, Russ didn't struggle, but, like, the Thunder struggled when nobody was on the team. They didn't have a true leader. So,
0: mm-hmm.
1: we've seen yeah. that before. So, yeah, you're right.
0: Yeah, we've seen it before. Things happen. Um, the worst thing about tonight, though, Chuck – about the well, when people listening to this last night, um, Steven Adams only grabbing one rebound,
1: you know what? I, I, on that, with you have two players like Paul George at 12, Russ at 14, and you got to go to the other side, Nurkic. Nurkic has always been kind of a thorn in his side, but I thought tonight Adams really held his own against uh, Joseph Nur- Nurkic and one rebound that's fine why not uh he was yeah. pl- he was plus six he only had uh he had four fouls but he had a block two steals i thought he did other things that really made him essential to the game
0: yeah, yeah. and then I mean, one of the biggest things is um frustrating nurkic so much that nurkic ended up fouling out yeah um it was a whistle heavy game i know you've got a little bit of ref past in you but um that game had a lot of whistles going through Um. I mean the Trailblazers. I believe they shot thirty-eight free throws. Yeah, they
1: did something crazy. Yeah, twenty-eight of thirty-eight. So, yeah this 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 team feels different. This team last year just seemed like a chore because it never felt like the chemistry was there. And then when Andre Roberson went down, the Thunder had to all of again start over from scratch on chemistry, adding Corey Brewer and figuring things out. And this year, knock on wood, for the most part, our chemistry's been right because we've been healthy and no serious injuries. The Thunder, are, man, this just it just feels really special.
0: It does. Um, what I'll say about this year compared to last year is last year it felt as, for me, it may be, I may not be the uh, majority here, but the Thunder didn't have a backup plan. The second, because when Roberson was in that lineup, the Thunder were lethal. As soon as he goes out, it was like, you know, death con level one, we're, we're screwed, we got to do this, we got to do that. Paul George started going down, um, and I'm really excited for this year. Oklahoma City has been playing great They're the three seed. Um, as of recording of this podcast, they're half a game behind Denver. Dude, I think Actually, Denver, just Denver. Yeah, Denver, Denver just won.
1: Yeah, Denver just won. So it's, uh, it's a full game.
0: It's a, it's a full game behind Denver, and that's what really hurts him is two losses to Denver early in the year. But um, remember last year this time, this is when the Thunder got hot. It was mm-hmm. right before the All-Star break. The big test is going to be here in a few weeks.
1: I, I talk, we talked about Twitter. We talked about last night's podcast. I'm calling it the March of Death, man, that, that March through just part of March is just going to be lethal. And we're going to see a lot if this Thunder team's for real. Um, I, people are sleeping on the Pacers because no depot people are, but they won six a row here. Just this stretch right here. I say it's Portland Clippers, Jazz, Nets, Pacers, Warriors, Heat, Raptors, Raptors, Pacers, Nuggets.
0: I mean, it's a, it's a tough one, man. I mean, you, you went through that pretty quick. So I'm going to just like super quick. I'm going to go through the easiest games on that schedule. Dude, the Memphis say, Grizzlies. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, yeah. look at the Kings. The Kings can shoot lights out. The Pelicans have Davis back.
1: Oh no, the we're Spurs not even. We, you're talking February. We now even. I was just talking in that middle March alone. Yeah, I was
0: talking about like right, like the next few games. Oh yeah, like even in March. I mean, you got Spurs, Grizz, Timberwolves, Trailblazers again, Clippers, Jazz, Nets, Pacers, Warriors. Like you said, I mean, then you go Heat, Raptors back to back grizzlies pacers nuggets again the thunder are playing good basketball but if they can't come out of that they need to not lose they need to losing cannot be an option i know it's not an option but (laughs) i mean it just it can't it can't be an option in any of these games
1: i mean what helps them is out of 26 games remaining 14 of them are at home so Mm -hmm. that that's huge i mean you get the warriors at home you get the heat you get a rat the raptors at home but like Philadelphia come to Oklahoma City. They haven't lost forever against Oklahoma City right Philly at home, yeah. So, I don't think they've ever lost to Philly at home. So, that's something to think about. It's – and then you have the Kings. Like, Kings have already beat the Thunder in Oklahoma City once this year, but they're not quite the same team. And Utah, always tough, always a battle. Um, Yeah, the Thunder – the things I'm, we're seeing, though, the adjustments, like we saw in the second half against Houston – I thought they were done against Houston. You're not, you get down twenty six in the NBA game. That's a not, was it ninety eight point nine percent winning percentage. Um, <laughs> yeah. so I it, and it happens. Road games are scheduled losses at times. I had last night's schedule loss and heck if you if I, I saw Jeremy and Dennis out, I was like, Okay, everything may stop tonight, which that's cool. Um it not a big deal. I mean l- losses happen. They're bound to happen, but Heck, 11 out of 12. I guess they don't have a two often in Oklahoma City right now.
0: No, and I mean, it's looking really well. Russ is playing great. Um, but Paul George, man, um, it's, it's almost unfair, right? I mean, you yeah. watch that first quarter, Paul George, perfect from the field from where I remember. Um, second quarter, dies out a little bit, still gets 10 for himself. Yeah. It was that third quarter where he really disappeared. It was mainly his rest quarter. But um, that fourth quarter, once again, it was Paul George City, city. and I'm fine with that. If Paul George is going to be the guy that is going to shoot efficiently at that 40 to 50% um, percentage mark, I'm taking him every time. I'm fine with it because he's also going to keep the guy from scoring on defense.
1: Bro, just – the fact that Russ is so lethal off the dribble it's really forced defenders to be honest on Russ and we've seen that for years, but Paul George has figured that out. People wonder why Paul George has stayed in Oklahoma City we're seeing it now his chemistry with Russ and the way he plays off the ball and moves so well Russ knows where he's at like I feel like Russ doesn't even have to look but I mean to know where he's at and we've seen it tonight man I well I counted up. Six six of his assists were to Paul George tonight. That's pretty, uh, it's pretty,
0: t- pretty gnarly. Uh, it's pretty gnarly indeed. I mean, usually six assists go to Stephen Adams just on pick yeah. and
1: rolls alone.
0: But um, what was what I really like about Paul George's game is like he's become so confident with his dribble. Um, he gets the ball on the wing, and he'll just screw with a def- defender for about five six seconds until that defender falls on his butt and then throw up a three. And if the defender stays up, it's probably because he's way too close to him, and he'll just throw up a three anyway and get fouled. Yeah. So so that's my favorite thing about Paul George the past two weeks.
1: Two weeks, man. Yeah, he's he's just fun to watch, and it's very... I am just mesmerized. I don't know... We watched Kevin Kevin Durant win an MVP here, and it's... I think this Paul George season is better than that. And I'm trying not to be biased or anything, because, I mean, I don't hate Katie, but, like, he's annoying.
0: That's all right.
1: Like, no, really, I don't hate him. I think he's I think he's one of the greatest players of all time, and he'll go down, and he makes a pain and easy target on his back. That's really all it is. But the, the season's different, like the, what George is doing right now. I'm curious on what the Thunder record for – uh, consecutive thirty point games because George is at like ten right now.
0: Yeah, so, I'm, I saw a number earlier today, but um, I think we had a few questions. Yeah, I was what actually
1: you... looking those up right now. Um, as far as depth, this comes from uh, at Javoris. Um, he says, as far as depth, is this the best OKC team we've seen outside of the team of the finals? I'm gonna say no because you have to look at the. I think it's the 2013 season when the Thunder when Russ went down. That team was deep. You had Reggie Jackson off the bench. You had other players. And, oh, man, it definitely was – that was the team that was going to win it all. And I think most people yeah. agree to that.
0: See, here's my thing. Um, you can sit here and say things all the time about how great this team is, how great any team is. It's hard to compare them against a team that ever made them to the championship. Yeah. Uh, made it to the finals, man. I mean, I don't care if it was a shutdown year, the Thunder's, the, the thunder's season. like history
1: is just full of what ifs, man. What if Serge yeah, Baca doesn't I mean, it hurt, it gets hurt. What if Russ doesn't get hurt? So I think what there if, was, there was a stretch before. I think, um, I don't remember who beat him, but there was a stretch that the thunder had never lost. Was, uh, since the, um, the finals, the Thunder had never lost a series when everybody was healthy. I think it was the Warriors. Actually, yeah, it was the Warriors. They had never lost a series when health, everybody was healthy.
0: That's so, insane.
1: And now that we were mentally healthy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, it, comes, it comes from coaching, it comes from you know having the team and the chemistry. It's, just, it's a lot of things, but I mean, the one, one big common denominator. Russell Westbrook.
1: Yeah. Speaking of Russell Westbrook, fun little tidbit that just came out per the NBA. Russell Westbrook and Paul George are the first teammates in NBA history to record 20 point triple doubles in the same game.
0: Wow. That's insane.
1: That, That is pretty insane. On to the next question. And this is a bit of a facetiousness, but let's, let's, let's take it real. Is Paul George actually better than Michael Jordan? I'm gonna let you answer first.
0: No because Michael Jordan won 6 rings, multiple MVPs and Michael Jordan is the best player to ever play basketball. I have a rebuttal. Um, a, Michael Jordan is the best basketball player. I'll say that.
1: Um I, no, I have Paul a, George no, is I, the
0: better all-around player. I'll say that.
1: You have a better all-around player than a guy who was defensive player of the year and won multiple MVPs?
0: Yeah, but I you I mean there's I, I it's hard to talk about, but I don't think Paul George is the better NBA player.
1: <laughs> I like I like how you you're really cringing, trying to figure this out. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you right now. Paul George is better than Michael Jordan. What you want to know why? Yes, because Michael Jordan is like 52 years old. <laughs> <laughs> I think Paul George can beat Michael Jordan right now. No, no, no one gave us a time frame. I'm assuming right now in. On July 11th at 10.41 p.m., Paul George is After better Paul than Michael After Paul George Jordan. has got a triple-double, yeah. I think Paul's going to be a little tired. I still think he could take a 52-year-old man. <laughs>
0: I don't know, man. I don't know. I've tried Michael... to fight a
1: 52-year-old before. It's easy.
0: Don't ask Michael Jordan. He'll gamble you on it.
1: Uh, and that's for another podcast. Poor Michael. Um, I love Michael. but <laughs> Yeah, no. Uh, all right. Next question uh, from... At Phil underscore Ison, is it okay if I cried when PG complimented Russ after the game? I mean, I don't really care if you cry. I think it's a little weird to cry after a regular season game, but sure, go for it.
0: I'll take it another direction. Um, yeah, it's completely okay. It's completely let's, okay. let's 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 go with what Oklahoma City has gone through. I mean, you mentioned it a second ago; it almost seemed like every year. Um, there's been two really great years where Oklahoma City's been healthy. 2015 and back um, when they made the finals. It was 2011. Yeah. Um, 2012. There's yeah,
1: yeah. been an injury almost every year, right? Yeah.
0: 2012.
1: A serious so injury. Now, like, um, we've had injuries, but this is yeah, the first serious, year we, like, we have not. Sharp. Yeah. I mean, I guess so, we can say we had it because remember, Russ was recovering from knee surgery at the start of the season. Yeah,
0: but I mean, he missed, what, four games? He's fine. No, and then um, he missed some...
1: eight from a rolled ankle.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, he missed a few. I don't know if it was. He missed that. six because he's – he's,
1: uh, yeah. well, I don't know. He's He'll play a max of 74 games this year. That's what he could do. Okay. I only know that from the triple-double stats I make.
0: <laughs> <laughs> regardless, I don't – I do not – Irregardless. I'm, no, not irregardless. <laughs> just regardless, Chuck. But I'm completely fine. I mean – Cry is a little bit weird. I don't cry over grown men being happy with each other.
1: I, if um, they win a title, but, cry, go for it. But here's the thing. I yeah. don't really care. I, I'm kind of a ball bag at times. I, I admit it. Uh, <laughs> for the longest time, I'd be like, no, I'm a grown, I'm a grown up. I don't. Uh, I mean, shoot, man. I, what was I watching the other day? I got a little teary-eyed. I don't remember what it was, but I was watching. I was like, oh, oh man. Uh, oh, I was watching The Resident. It's a stupid-ass doctor show on Fox. And I'm sitting there going, what's wrong with me? <laughs> but hey, man, if it, if you're happy, man, it's all that matters. Uh, next yeah, question. I mean, let's go with it. Juicy J. I don't know. Juicy J-A-K-U-B. Juicy Jacob. Yes. Juicy Jacob asks, how many Big Macs do you think Ray, Raymond Felton's eating tonight?
0: Four and a half
1: i think he could eat at least four before halftime but hey <laughs> I, it's fun to make fun of uh raymond for being a chubster but you know what though he's still in better shape than any of us combined
0: okay so there's a guy who sent us a few questions um john walker his ad name is E yeah yeah john's a long time 2- follower five six one Yeah. He asked about four questions in one tweet, and I got to admire him for it. So I'm going to read this tweet, and I guess we can answer as many as possible. What end of season awards will Russ and PG get? Question mark. All defensive team? Question mark. All NBA team? Question mark. Defensive player of the year? Question mark. MVP? Question mark. If they win the championship, do you share a finals MVP? Question mark. Can they end the season as the two seed question mark? And finally, assuming you have to bet $1,000, how far do you bet they make it to the playoffs? First, Choke, I'll let you.
1: <laughs> first and foremost, John Walker is an awesome guy, longtime follower. We kind of butt heads, but he is fair and he doesn't really insult you when things are, he thinks you're wrong. He's fair. And I like him for that. Um, but what in end of the season awards, we talked about this on on yesterday's podcast, but we'll go do it again. Um, I'm going to say, I think Russ, is second team, all NBA PG's first. I think, I think both deserve first team all NBA, uh, defense. Um, I think, I think PG gets second and the MVP, I think he was defensive player of the year.
0: I think I have to agree on that unless PG keeps playing this way. But um again it's gonna be hard against James Harden the way he's been playing.
1: And, and we and the MVP award is such an offensive thing. If he keeps scoring thirty points, I think everybody's just gonna give it to him. Um Next question if they win a championship do they share the final MVP, no. That I don't no. I don't think that without researching it, I don't think it that's a thing anymore. Like they're gonna give it to one person. Hell
0: It'd be one person. It'd they they could've
1: split it up to of the Warriors of the year they won it, but they gave it to Andre Iguodala of all people.
0: Yeah, um, if the Thunder win the finals, I'm going to say it on record. It's because of Paul George. It's not because of Russ. I love Russ, and I think Russ is one of the best point guards in the league, and one of the best players in the I, league. It's
1: gonna. I think it's gonna be everyone, man. It's like you can't. I think it's gonna have to be a compl- uh It's gonna have to be a a combo of everyone. You can't just have a. I guess you can't say it, but you're going to need Russ to be Russ. You can't just have him go out there and shoot like shit.
0: No, so, I mean, you're no. you're not wrong on that. I just think yeah, Paul George yeah. will be the guy who scores 35-plus in four straight finals games. Yeah. And if they were to win, that would be the reason. I mean, Russ would still probably get five triple-doubles in a seven-game series, but... Paul George would also score thirty plus in the seven game series.
1: I hope he does. <laughs> I hope we're there, and I hope he does. Um, and then the last question by John here: uh, Assuming you have to bet a grand, how far do you think they're making the playoffs? I'm gonna, ask, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask you two things. One, I'd put on your Thunder hat and then take it off and put on your objective hat.
0: Western Conference Finals. Um, uh, this is Golden State. Um. Okay. So. Thunder hat, this team can be Golden State. Um, they have the chemistry. They have the answers defensively. Um, but you I can't breathe that thunder hat too long when you're talking about a seven-game series of Golden State because that Golden State team, man, I mean, you put your five starters out there, and they put their five starters out there. You basically have to stop four of them and say, let Draymond Green start going off. Because Draymond Green, you know, he's not going to score 30-plus. But you're also not going to completely stop Kevin Durant. You may stop Klay Thompson. You, you're you're going to slow down Boogie, and you're you may slow down Steph for a half. That Golden State team is really good.
1: Yeah. Um. They. I'll be honest. Only there's only one team that scares me, and that's the Denver Nuggets. I don't know why Denver scares the crap out of me. Um. I think it kind of goes back to the thing we talked about with where I talked about with uh, Jokic. It's Jokic this time. He is just such a a handle for Steven Adams, mm-hmm. and, and so, that's. Un- yeah. I'm sorry. No, and then they can shoot. They defend well. Uh, you you had they have some really good players who are young, and so it's just kind of like, oh, I don't want to see that team for seven games.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't want to see him either. But I mean, if something happened where Oklahoma City and Denver were in the Western Conference Finals. I'm taking Oklahoma City.
1: That would have, that, that would mean that somebody popped them. Little, yeah. a, but <laughs> Or hopped yeah. them. And hopped the Warriors. That's what I meant. Um, yeah. So I expect we're going to see them in the second round if the Thunder make it that far.
0: Yeah. And I mean, again, it's all really far away at this point. I mean, we still have the All-Star
1: break. Two, and that's what's insane about this season. Two, two and a half months, something like that. Yeah. Yep, two and a half months. Yeah. Um. Yes. I I will say, if we're looking realistic, I think the Thunder probably Western Conference Finals. Thunder hat on. I think they can win the whole thing. I
0: have to agree right. with you.
1: I mean, I, I can't, it's really hard to give a prediction against like a team like Toronto where we haven't played. We played, I think we played everyone, but Toronto at this point. So it's like, I, I'm not worried, man. The only team that scares me is Denver. And even then, I'm not that worried because we're, we're a little bit of a different team than we were three weeks ago or we a month ago when we played them.
0: Yeah. And I mean, but my thing with them, and again, Denver doesn't scare me that much. I think. Sooner or later, they're gonna fall off this little cliff, um, whether it be after the All Star Break. Or, they were, yeah, the, I mean, the-
1: outside of the win today, they had a uh, they had dropped three straight, and that's what I think. Uh, one of our questions asked uh how the Thunder can move up or whatever. I hmm. really think that yeah, they can move up to two. Absolutely, that th- I don't think the the Nuggets have a lot of road games coming up, and the Thunder do not. Um, both teams have really tough schedules. But I think the Thunder benefit from being at home, and home home court advantage is a big deal in the NBA.
0: It is, and also not wanting to play the Spurs in the first round.
1: Yep. So I mean, yeah, it looks right here. Get the
0: three seed. It's looking uh, well. The
1: Nuggets. The Nuggets have 26 games remaining. They play. Both teams play 16 teams above 500. The Thunder have one home game, one more home game. Uh, 13, they're fourteen home, twelve away. The Nuggets are thirteen and thirteen. It's Portland is what I was thinking of. Portland only has ten home games left out of twenty six.
0: That's a lot of travel. Yeah.
1: But they and they only have to play eleven teams over five hundred. But it's still a lot of stuff on the road, man.
0: So yeah, he, here's amazing. what
1: I'm thinking. I, I think we're gonna see Portland slip. We're gonna see Utah move up because Utah twenty six games to go and only against eight. Above five
0: hundred. Yeah, Utah has definitely been one of those weirder teams this year. Um, last year, freaking fantastic year. Um, but I want to keep like you keep talking about this. What is it? Fourteen games at home over yep. the last twenty six. Um, right now, and I'm looking at the standings right now, Chuck. There are three teams above five hundred on the road. Yep. Golden State is nineteen and eight. Oklahoma City is 17 and 12.
1: And
0: Toronto? Nope. I'm talking about the Western Conference. Oh, Western. Excuse me. And the Western Conference. And the Clippers are yeah. 16 and 15. The Denver Nuggets used to be that third team, and the Clippers weren't. Um, assume the Clippers are going to drop off with the recent trades they've made. Denver, though, has made. Denver was up five games on the road at one point. I'm um, a They were like 10 and 5, 11 and 6, or something like that. Um, but that's been consistent all year. It's been Golden State, Denver. Yeah, Denver's OKC lost been. three
1: in a row on the road, and they are uh, four and six in their last ten.
0: Yeah, what I'm getting at is at the end of the day, the Western Conference. You, everybody's winning at home. That's just a except thing,
1: except for the Warriors. Apparently, wow.
0: Except, for ex- well, the Warriors they're 21 and seven at home. Got well, Golden the Warriors State. are
1: six and four in their last ten at home.
0: Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then you got Denver, OKC. Okay, plus 20 win teams at home in the Western Conference, Golden State, Denver, OKC, Portland, Houston, San Antonio. Yeah. That is six teams.
1: You got to win your games, and that's what the Thunder are doing. Um, but, yeah, I think uh, let's give a real quick prediction, get, wrap this one up as we head into the Valentine's Day showdown in the Bayou. Thunder Pelicans, Anthony Davis will probably play three quarters. Uh, Give us your prediction here, Gerald.
0: Um, Oklahoma City is going to take this one for a win. The New Orleans Pelicans, front office coaching staff, nobody knows if they're going to be there past next week unfortunately um i'm taking oklahoma city in this one anthony davis will have a good game he'll get his 25 to 30 points um and it won't be an oklahoma city runaway win in my opinion but i just don't see the thunder losing to a pelicans team that has seen so much turmoil turmoil in the past two and a half three weeks
1: yeah probably not we'll see uh i'm gonna go thunder win i think uh they don't thunder will probably win by like seven or eight because that usually means they hit their free throws down the stretch which we didn't even get into that they thundershot well from the line finally tonight but um but yeah that'll do it gerald anything you need to plug before we we log off here for the night and i go play call of duty you go play red dead
0: uh no just follow me on the twitter sphere at tracy sa i'm down here in san antonio but i still talk a lot of oklahoma stuff and give you guys normal news and Believe me, we have enough shootings down here to where you'll want to hear, unfortunately, and we'll give you all of the
1: updated news on that because we're the best down here. There you go. And for Gerald Tracy, I'm Chuck Cheney, and we're out. Make sure you follow us and subscribe to us on Stitcher, on Google Play, and on iTunes. Have a good night. Peace. Gotta feel it. It! What a perfect ending to a historic day
0: lesson learned my best look you jump sides on me now you about to meet westbrook we are the stash bros and we approve this podcast